Welcome to Culture Eats Strategy. Eats Strategy. With your host, entrepreneur Jamie J. Jamie J. On this podcast, we unpack the most powerful, intangible culture. Culture. Culture is way more than a mission statement or words on a wall. It's how a company behaves. It's what informs every decision, action, and reaction. Culture is the invisible hand, the true north that guides every organization. And if you create a legendary culture, you will build a legendary company. A legendary company. Now, here he is, Jamie J. Jamie J. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, bienvenue. Uh, hola, <laughs> guten tag, wherever you're listening from. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Culture Eat Strategy with yours truly, Jamie J. And I am so stoked uh, to have, and, and I even forgot, during a pre-interview, I usually pronounce your name. And is it Noel Cordo? Yes. Yes. Okay. Noel Cordo is joining us today. Um, before I jump in and introduce her and, and tell you a little bit about her. I, I hate wasting anybody's time, but I got to do this. Bottleneck.online. You got to go check them out. That's my virtual assistant company. So if you're overwhelmed in your business and you're looking for ways to improve and lead with kindness and improve the culture so that you can implement the strategies that you want to, but you just don't have the time to do it, why not check out? You might, you might be interested in learning how a virtual assistant can help you out. So there's my shameless plug. Let me get on with the episode. Uh, Seriously, bottleneck.online. Just copy. Um, but if uh, I'm really super interested um, in culture, you all know that. I love it so much. I started, I stopped my old show and started this podcast, and I absolutely love it. And Nora Codo is the CEO and co-founder of JRNI Coaching and the Catalyst Coaching Intensive, an ICF accredited program with over five hundred graduates. Pretty amazing. She is also a feminist scholar, coach, speaker, and sexologist who specializes in the relationship with the self. She has carved out a unique niche in the world of coaching as you and I so adoringly referred to from the wonderful Christopher Lockhead as uh, category design. Absolutely love that. Combining evidence-based scientific methods grounded in positive psychology with traditional clinical sexology to help our clients gain true progress. So without any further ado, Noelle, welcome to Coach Strategy. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and I will also totally plug virtual assistants have saved my life. So Oh my gosh. Um, what what a wonderful business you have. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I always, you know, I, I sometimes I battle with that because the last thing I want to do is take up your time. I know it's precious, but then I think about, okay, I get a little selfish because if I go afterwards and then do all the intros and outros afterwards, it's so much more time consuming. So I hope you don't mind that I do that because then I just give it to the editor and he goes, Psh. He goes to town. It's so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, coming from a cultural perspective of kindness, there's room at the table for everybody. Businesses to share in and support each other. Plug all day. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love that. Well, well tell us a little bit more about you. Like, uh, I'm, I'm really interested to learn, you know, kind of what you're doing and all of that. I, and I just I'm excited. Sure. It's been a long, weird road. 
from point A to point B. Um, I'm an accidental CEO. This was not part of my life plan. I did not plan to found a company. I did not plan to become a coach trainer. I stumbled less than gracefully into it about seven years ago. Wow. And I do not have a business background. I um, am a heart-driven leader and I'm a coach and I'm a therapist. And from a coaching perspective, I believe that there's no such thing as a broken human. And journey coaching embodies that message that there's no such thing as a broken human, that there are second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances out there. And we built an organization that trains coaches to have those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh careers and get out there into the world. And it is a non-hierarchical organization. Everybody who is uh, part of the company, who works for the company, who has gone through our program, we are all working coaches. So as a leader, I see myself as a steward of the organization. I am not the be-all, end-all. I do not pride myself on my genius. I am a steward of it until such time as I am not. And it belongs to everybody. It's a collective. Oh, that's so fantastic. Oh, oh, that's got to be empowering for the people that you work with. Yeah, it's become a community rather than a company. And that has... Oh, that's a, I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. It's become yeah, a community rather than a company. That's amazing. It's a, it's a community of coaches. And what we realized is, you know, when you come from, you know, a hard-fisted leader-driven perspective, that's so limiting in scope in terms of what you can see and what you can do because you only have one lens. When we blow the doors off and say, hey, we have 500 brilliant people that are, you know, the meat and potatoes of this organization. Let's use each other as hive mind. And I can learn from every single one of my coaches every day and we can learn from each other and we can leverage the power of community to propel our own businesses forward. And that's the model that we built the coach training program upon. Everybody's always saying, you know, where's the upsell? There isn't one. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is it. Welcome to the party. Come on in, come become part of the community, do your work, build your business, elevate your brand, you know, contribute back to the company when you can in ways that you see fit and take what you need. You know, we look at it kind of like as Mount Everest, you know, everybody has their impact that they want to make in the world. What do you need? You need your base camp. You need someone to train you how to climb the mountain. You need a place to go get your supplies and rest. You need friends to surround you at the campfire. And thinking about that as the model for business has been life altering. Wow. So um, how did you come up with Journey? I think that's interesting. J-R-N-I. Yeah. So the band Journey, Don't Stop Believing, they have all, you know, the trademarks, you know, for the word journey itself. But, you know, what coaching is, is, is partnering with coach and client. They come together in a co-equal partnership and you're basically quarterbacking somebody through the really tough valleys in life. Mm. And so when we're thinking about coaching. What is coaching? Coaching is a co-equal relationship where two people come together to dump all the life Legos out and offer real visceral resources and support for the tough times. And so we called our company Journey because we support both our coaches and our clients on the journey of life. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, so I love the fact that everybody's on an equal playing. It's a community, yeah. not a company. I wrote that down. That's fantastic. I absolutely love that. Um, what, what do you have challenges um, when it comes to, um, uh, what did you call it? Non-hierarchical or something? Non-hierarchical leadership. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, the challenge is, um, is, is, is coming a lot from the economic justice perspective. So we keep our coach training at a very low price point so that folks can afford it because again, folks are coming for second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth careers. And when I speak to my advisors, you know, about the health of the business and how to proceed, I hear from so many people will raise your prices. And the answer is no, you know, no, we're not going to do that. We wouldn't be living our mission if this weren't affordable for every man. Um, And so, you know, that's where that's probably the biggest difficulty that we have. We provide in-person training. So it's a very high quality product. We can't accept, we can't exceed um, the number of seats that we have because we really focus on every student who comes through our doors. And so we kind of get bottlenecked a little bit. So we're always looking for ways to kind of diversify our offerings, build new aspects of the business, bring in new strategic partnerships. But that to me is the fun part. Business development Mm. is the fun part, you know, and when I think about it in terms of, you know, fighting off the fear monster and saying, you know, I, I have a choice every morning. I can wake up and say, I'm afraid. Or I can wake up and say, I'm going to go out there and work my ass off with the people who believe in this organization. And I'm going to bring the opportunities back to the cave for everybody. I love that. What is your definition of culture? What does it mean to you? To me, based on having the, the very unique experience of building and fostering a culture, it is the way we treat each other. It's the way we relate to each other. It's the the tonality of of our interactions. You know, so for example, in my shop, um, all my all my my staff members are smarter than I am, hands down, and that's wonderful. Um, and there's no such thing as failure. We don't use the word mistake or failure. It's data, and we have something that's called the never again list. But that's about as punitive as it gets. <laughs> you, you have the never again list. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's, you know, as we're, as we're going through our days and our weeks and our months and our years and we're learning, you know, what to do, what not to do, what works, what doesn't work. You know, if, if, if we frame things in terms of, you know, that was a bad idea or that was a stupid idea or that was a mistake or you did something wrong, um, it serves no purpose for for growth but if we say well that was really interesting you know now we have data and if it was a lot of data in a specific direction <laughs> something might go on the never again list and, i love that and it actually happened just yesterday where uh we were in a meeting and we were trying to come up with you know different ideas we were spinning we were brainstorming and somebody brought up something else and i said oh no no that's on the never again list <laughs> we, oh you know, it's, you know, what's interesting about that because conflict can be, uh, can destroy relationships and companies and, and it can really make life hard. Conflict. Oh, oh man. Conflict. That's uh, nobody likes doing it. But if you find a way to kind of soften that 
conflict or soften the blow of introducing something that may be um, hard to talk about on a certain level. The never again list. Uh, Mike Michalowicz says, let's offline that for now. Little ways of diffusing these situations, I think is incredible. Um, I think it's brilliant coming up with this. It sounds so obvious to me now that you say the never again list and logical, but it's not. Yeah. Those little things I think that are, uh, that's, that's what I love learning about. And that's where the non-hierarchical structure comes in handy because it takes the responsibility off of me as a CEO and it, it checks my own ego at the door. Mm. If I can fundamentally accept that I am co-equal to every single person who works on my team and every single coach who comes through my program, and that one day there might be somebody else who's better suited for my job, and I go back to being one of the coaches who's going to benefit from this organization, it changes the entire experience of leadership. I love it. Oh man, I love it. I think that's fantastic. It, you know, one of the things, and we, we've done this on our site too, um, we, we call it uh, the, the bottleneck principles. And uh, we, we have a, we really did a lot of research on that. And we, um, it, starts with, it starts with me. Uh, and it also is very much so the buck ends with me. Um, the buck stops with me, but it starts and stops with me. And I'm ready to take that responsibility on. Otherwise, I would have never started a company. However, um, there's something to be said for establishing a vision, what you aspire to do, uh, what's bigger than just me, this where I'm at, uh, the mission and how we're going to carry things out, what our objectives are, and then the core values. Uh, core values to me are, are um, the traits that I like to live by. Um, and can that be different than the business core values? Of course it can. But I also want to make sure that in building the business, that not only do I identify and I share with what these core values, mission, and vision are, but the people that we, that come on board, if they don't agree with these core values, that doesn't align with it. It doesn't make them a bad person at all, but it, 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 it's probably not a good fit for the organization and the culture that we're trying to create here. Like I would never want a hardcore salesperson coming in here and, okay, you got to, that's just, that's not kind in my eyes, right? So we want to, we want to learn, we want to ask questions, listen, listen intently and soulfully to engage notably. That's, that's the theme for my year. And that doesn't have to be someone else's theme. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I noticed you have your values on your website and some people put their values on the walls in their office. Um, And I think it's so much more than just writing on the wall. Um, and if you ever listen to this podcast, you'll hear Christopher Lockhead say, it's more than writing on a wall. It's so true. It's that true north. It's, it's what you believe in. And I wonder what your, since I've gone on <laughs> now and now, I wonder what your uh, belief of your values are and why you thought to put them on your website and, and how you embrace those. Yeah. So uh, again, I work in the field of coaching and coaching is an emerging industry. So the general public typically doesn't quite know or understand what coaching is and where it exists and how it works. So that very much informed our first, um, the first part of our mission statement, which is there's no such thing as a broken human. So therapy, the medical model, um, the traditional ways of helping is a disease-based system. And it looks as people it looks at people as broken. 
And so from a coaching perspective, coaching is strengths-based. Coaching doesn't say what happened to you. Coaching asks, where are you going and how can I help you get there? And so if we're making the baseline assumption that humans are not broken, they are capable of transformation, that they are entitled to transformation, and that everyone is capable of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh chances, well, then we just need to extend a hand and provide the services and provide the training. Um, So that's first. And then the second is the power of community, that community transforms, community heals, connection to others. Um, the The underpinnings of that concept actually come from the world of positive psychology. So when we're talking about authentic, sustainable success, the formula is connection to others comes first. And then you find purpose and meaning in connection to others. And then once you find purpose and meaning, that's when you start to develop these little happiness bubbles and then authentic, sustainable success follows. Happiness bubbles. And so if we're saying, you know, other people matter, community heals, we are a person first organization from the top down, you know, it's, it's a combination of science and functionality. Or, or in your case, from the left to the right or right to the left. Since exactly. On our article. Exactly. Yeah. And so those are our two biggies. And I can go on and on, but that's well, just a sampling. And, and I love it because there's, there's no sense. People ask, okay, what do I need to do to set up my core values? First of all, I get scared, very scared when people ask me that question. Um, because I think there, this is one place where there's no rules here. I think it's a belief system. I think it's what you believe in. Um, and I think core values, when, when I think about my core values, again, no rules, but I have to align myself with something bigger than what's immediately surrounding me in my particular environment. And what kind of impact can you make? And you put down here in your, in your values, you put, put people first, dare to be different. Your story is your gold. No BS. Love that one. Boundless, yeah. not broken and make the space. Yeah. Um, you have six. I have four. There's no rules in that. No. And and it, a lot of it has come from what we've lived as a company, mm. you know, and, 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 you know, no bullshit that just really came from like our sales motto. We, we don't, we go for an ethical sale. If someone wants to join our coach training program, we actually get on the phone with that human and make sure that those product that we're offering is in line with where that person wants to go and that we believe that we can ethically help them get there. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I like that honesty and kindness go hand in hand. Integrity and trust matter. There's little happiness bubbles appearing on your website. So now. many. <laughs> happiness bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I, there was a, a while where um, we do a lot of call and response and we do a lot of vulnerability dumping. And I would send, tell my coaches I'm sending um, love bubbles, Zooming to engulf them. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what would you say um, kind of separates you? What what makes what makes Journey unique? What makes Noel new unique? Well, um, they're one and the same. So, what makes Journey unique is the community, and it's a community of coaches. Um, the training is graduate level, evidence based, so it's community and science. And what makes me unique is that I um, 
am not the face of the company. I am the steward of the company. I'm in the company alongside of everyone else. And it's not about me. Um, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for sharing this information yeah. with me. I think it's, I think it's really fun. Um, one of the biggest challenges that we have um, and, and because of the world wide webs, the global community that we all share, um, there's so much noise. It's so crazy. Um, people are working longer hours than they've ever worked before. Um, they're, 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 they're not, they're going through the motions. They're not making the impacts that I believe that each of us can make. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with culture. People don't leave companies, they leave managers um, to go on. The grass is always greener, perhaps, of so this mentalities. And, and it's just such an, I believe so heavily in culture um, and talking with people like you that have done an amazing thing, tripped into an amazing thing. Um, it's just, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. How do people get in touch with you? Journey.co, J-R-N-I dot C-O is our website. And there you'll find information about our coach training program. Uh, you'll find me if you have questions. I'm always happy to literally hop on the phone with someone. Um, and you'll also find our amazing coaches. If you feel that you're at a point in life where you need some support, you can talk to anybody. Okay. And what kind of coaching? Life coaching. So it can be honestly anything. So me personally, I work on body image. I work on divorce recovery. Um, I work on the stuff that's my therapeutic wheelhouse as a coach. And then I run the business, you know, obviously as my full-time job. Um, but we have coaches that work on finances, um, career change, parenting, relationships, life transition. If it happens in life, there's probably a coach who knows how to help. That's fantastic. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm going through it right now. I'm browsing through all the coaches. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, is there anything else you would like to say before we wrap today? Thank you so much for generating this conversation. You know, truly, it's, you know, these are the concepts of infusing business with um, radical honesty and love are um, radical. So I'm grateful to be in a space to talk about it. Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny that you said radical. So I mentioned Christopher Lockett just a little bit earlier, but he coined this, this phrase called radical generosity. And, uh, I didn't quite get it in the beginning. Um, and, and as an example, uh, he recently launched a podcast and, and I'm blessed to be, um, uh, uh, helping him produce his, his podcast. And we just have a lot of fun with it, but he, Instead of most people, if they do something, they're going to market it, right? Spend money on Facebook ads or whatever. Instead, he, he kind of put it on his head. This is the whole category design, your unique niche, right? Um, and what he did is something that he calls radical generosity. And instead of spending all this money on advertising, for everybody that rates and reviews his podcast, he's donating to charity up to $20,000. Awesome. I thought, how cool is that? Like spending money to do something really good or the traditional advertising route. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Talk about kind. I love right? that. Yeah. And can you imagine the ripples we would create if we all looked at our own worlds and said, how can we change the impact that we drive in that way? 
just little tweaks here and there. Little tweaks here and there. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're amazing. Oh my gosh. Me thank too. you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. This has been a pleasure. Um, uh, and uh, no, I, man, thank you for um, tripping onto this podcast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a human tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fantastic. Well, hold on the line one second. I'll just go ahead and wrap us up here. Uh, go to journey.co and that's J-R-N-I.co uh, to learn more about uh, what Noel, um, I guess, co-created. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give you too too much of the creation efforts on your side if if, if that's not uh, what you're looking for. But go check it out if you're um, looking to um, find a way to help others. Uh, definitely go check out journey.co. That's j r n i co. Again, we'll put all the links in the show notes and kind of do a little write up uh, on uh, Noel's company there. And just thank you for tuning in to another episode of Culture Eat Strategy with yours truly, Jamie J. Uh, big special. Uh, thank you to Noel Cordo uh, and Journey.co, uh, J-R-N-I.co. If you're driving, don't worry. You can always look it up later when you get back, but hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, if you get a chance, go to iTunes and leave us a rating or review. Um, five stars would be fantastic. If it's one star, still fantastic because hopefully you will let me know how we can improve and get better. Uh, constantly striving for that, please. I would love to uh, hear what you think. And other than that, have a, a fantastic day. Uh, remember, you can go to culture.bottleneck.online to go check out the website. You can also visit bottleneck.online to learn more about our virtual assistant services. Um, most importantly, though, go to journey.co uh, to learn more about Noelle Cordeaux and what she has going on there. So thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic day. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.